0: beautiful night for evgeny Malkin for his family, for the franchise in his celebrating his thousandth NHL game with a goal and a late victory on a goal scored by the captain. It doesn't get a whole lot better than that, but I've got something way, way, way more boring to share with you today. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovachevich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And assuming you're still listening, this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins 4, Blackhawks 3. Sid punches one in after the team blew a 3 nothing lead on the third game in four nights on back-to-back nights. And I'm very comfortable right now making all kinds of excuses for this team for this blown lead. Because to my mind, after covering the first two legs – of that trip in St. Paul and in Winnipeg. And I had to come back to Pittsburgh yesterday to cover the Steelers game. I can tell you with confidence that they've figured it out. Doesn't mean they've mastered it, but they've figured it out. And that's where you have to start. I've been on endless loop. It feels like on this show, preaching, The need to build a foundation of defending first, of making that the top priority and having their game emanate out from the back. I was saying this when they were 4-0-1. I was saying this when they were losing seven in a row. And I'm going to say it now that they finally appear to have figured it out. And that's that this team is best capable of beating anyone in the NHL in any setting. If it performs as it did on the first, well, let's be fair here, the first two thirds of the trip and the third one, you can almost always throw these games out. They're, they're, they're just crapshoots. You want to play hard in them. You want to oh, let's finish this game. Let's let's really get this done for Gino for the thousandth to sweep the trip, whatever it is. There's no shortage of motivation. It just isn't always there physically on a trip like that. This was a tough one. But well, listen to what Latang had to say after the game last night to get, I think, the best perspective on this. Uh I mean, I think our best game was the, the Winnipeg one. Um, I think we we know how capable we are to play defense really well. And, you know, with, with the talent that we have um, and the skill that we have, uh, we're going to score goals even if we uh, really focus on our defensive team. He's right. The Winnipeg game was the highlight. Again, I was there to cover it. I was downstairs in the locker room afterward. Guys were feeling very, very good about themselves almost, it's the term I'm looking for here, vindicated, meaning they knew they could compete with anyone. They just weren't always sure how to go about it. And if they were, they weren't on the same page on the ice. And they went out there against an opponent that was one of the best in the West. The Jets were 10-4-1 entering that game. And, of course, they have Connor Hellebuck in net. So all the other formulas weren't going to apply, meaning you know, face a lousy team, uh, face their backup goalie, face their Brian Elliott or whoever, and score six goals on them, and then the defense doesn't matter. That wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to work in Winnipeg. And they made sure that it didn't have to. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how one dollar can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. What's that mean, building from the back out? Sometimes you can he- just hear hockey people use phrases like this and think, oh, yeah, I, I, I pretty much get that. But it's a little bit more intricate than it might sound. On the winning goal the other night in Winnipeg, the one that Jason Zucker scored off a, a fun little exchange that he had with, with Geno crossing the Winnipeg Blue Line back and forth. And then Zucker just blasted it by Hellebuck's glove side. It originated way back in the Pittsburgh zone. Jeff Petrie looked up, chin up, wanted to see what was going on. Didn't want to just bank it away, flick it away, throw it away. He fired it up the right boards, a billiard shot to get it to Gino, who chipped it to Zucker, and just like that, all of the blue sweaters on the rink spun around, and faced the other direction, and not all of them very enthusiastically. That's what happens whenever you start doing smart things. Where did it start? Way in the back. Where did it finish? Way in the back of Hellebuck's net. The Penguins know they can score They know they can score on the rush. They know they can score off a sustained attack. And believe it or not, they actually can score on the power play, too, when they get all of that clicking again. They can do all that. The part that they can't do is the part that they don't feel as comfortable committing to, but only for that reason. And that's defending. When they do that first, they frustrate the other team. Adam Lowry from the Jets was saying afterward, uh, on the Winnipeg side, we didn't even really recognize them. They were, they were just being patient. Uh, they were flipping pucks out of their own end. They looked like they were just content to wait for a break, for an opportunity. And then when they got it, boom. That's really, if you go back over the past two regular seasons, in particular, that's when the Penguins have been at their best, when they take care of their own zone, they minimize the quality chances, they get good enough goaltending, they get the big saves that, by the way, Tristan Jari got them in that game in Winnipeg, legitimately outplaying Hellebuck in every sense. And that's, that's the formula. That's it. The goals will come. The goals will come they got to do this other thing and it's not until they do this other thing on a regular basis and yes of course that does mean not allowing the blackhawks to roar back from three goals down you're gonna see a pretty good hockey team emerge from it we come back j1q This one q comes from Richard, who asks, A healthy Jason Zucker is what the Penguins needed for him to be a factor in the top six. Can that same thinking be applied to Gino who hasn't played a full season and looks like his old self after a full and healthy offseason? Uh, Richard, I'm going to start by being really reluctant to lump anybody in with someone of Geno's status, let alone... Zucker, who's, I mean, he's a nice player and everything else. But, you know, so l- let me get that part out of the way, especially after all the justified uh, pomp and circumstance over his achievement yesterday in Chicago. The game that I covered in St. Paul was the Penguins' first all year in which they were at full health. And in turn, the following two games of that trip were the only other two games in which they were at full health no one ever wants to use health as an excuse but behind the scenes believe you me head coaches their assistant coaches the general manager and everybody else talk about it openly wow this is really killing us what are we going to do about this in public they say it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all we just uh we just have to all step up. Next man up. Standard is the standard. Whatever your choice of your favorite phrases for this stuff. But right now they have everybody, including a healthy, lively, hyper energetic Zucker, who's scoring, and he's doing so in large part because he clicks with Gino. He just does. He's done that from day one. He was acquired by Jim Rutherford to click with Sidney Crosby that worked for maybe about four or five games. But really, he's he's done quite well with Gino. He moves with him. Gino moves with Zucker in turn. You'll see them kind of tail each other to parts of the rink where you normally wouldn't see two forwards that close together. That, by the way, is how that Zucker goal was scored in Winnipeg. And you just have to read and react, especially when you're on a line with someone of Gino's credentials. He, he's he got no business adjusting to you. He has to do it to a certain extent, but it's got to be the other way around. And Zucker seemed to get Gino from day one, in large part because Zucker has a constant movement about his game. Uh, when it comes to playoffs, it's a wild, erratic, at times, movement. He's just all over the place because he has so much fire to his skating. That works with Gino. It just does. So, yeah, together, the two of them being effective, that's doubly good for the Penguins, especially if you can get Brian Rust comfortable there or however it ends up working out when Rust gets good again and Mike Sullivan inevitably moves him back up to the top line and gets Ricard Raquel back with Gino. We'll see. I I don't want to get into all that right now. But those six names that I just gave you, all of them, that's, that's a really legit top six. I don't care about their age. I don't care about, uh, you know, how, how they might wear down or whatever over the season, at least not when it comes to comparing that to the impact that they have. That's a bonafide top six. It really is. It's one of the better top sixes in all of hockey. And for anybody who ever gets lazy after the Penguins lose and say, this is what happened, I'm getting old, whatever, you need to look at the numbers. You need to look at the data. The top six of this team right now are carrying this team. They've been dominant, whereas the third line's been a disaster, and the fourth line only recently was thrown a big life preserver in the form of Teddy Bluger coming back. But it's been the top six. So yeah, is, is to answer your question, is having these guys, you know, significant? Sure it is. Sure it is. Imagine if they're out. You're sliding Denton, hiding up and that tends to work for a little while. But what are you going to do for another center? If somebody goes down, have Jeff Carter up there? He's been a black hole at both ends. You're going to have Teddy up there. Again, that's something that's a nice little one week or two week solution. But if there's something significant that you need to replace you don't have it. You don't have it. They need these guys that we're talking about here, including Zucker, to stay healthy, stay on the rink, be smart. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, that's pretty much out of everyone's control. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.